play podcasts about a band of bards out on tour but today we're playing burglar mystery tour about a thieves guild out robin fools my name's brayden and i'll be your dm it's nora playing hap shepsum a handsome dude who gets by on his looks charm and eye for detail hap's not from around here but he's adopted the big city as his home this lucky sob is ready for some thievery i'm ed and i'm your favorite drill master Drell Griefstroke is a warlock who worships the darkness within. He's wearing all black, including a black studded leather with a black logo painted on it. And I'm Emily, and I'm playing Jaxo Gix. Jaxo Gix is the cutest little kobold you ever did see. He is two feet tall and some change, but he says he's three feet all the time. He is orange, he never wears a shirt, he never wears shoes, he's an ex-pirate, and he's apparently a ranger. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang traversed a garbage dump to arrive at a fortified tower in Tunarath. After eluding the guard with invisibility, they found an ideal point to breach the tower. We join them as they enter the unknown to retrieve documents that damn the zookeeper to an eternity of a life as the hunted. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. Alright, Hap, I've changed my mind. Based on the triangulation, I don't think there's a bookshelf here. I think you just did this because you wanted to be on my shoulders for longer. I know they're nice and broad. Wow. But we don't have time for this drill. Alright, well you're not wrong. Let's just open it and if there is a bookshelf, don't push it over. Alright. I put Grungo's door in the wall where Drell tells me to. Remind me how it works. This tiny one inch by two inch Dutch door miniature can be placed on any mundane wall and will stay there. As an action, a person saying the command word shatter can grab the corners of the door and stretch it until it is of normal medium humanoid size. Once it is full size, it can be opened to reveal a doorway in the wall behind it. It is undetectable from the other side of the wall until it is opened, at which point it becomes plainly visible. The door can only go through one foot thick plaster, wood, or stone walls. If placed on a wall that is thicker, then it will seem locked to the operator of the door. Since it is a Dutch door, the top half may be used independently of the bottom half. Uttering the command word again while the door is closed will cause it to shrink and then can be peeled off of the wall again. All right, so you put it on the wall, it sticks to the wall. I say, shatter, and then I grab the corners and stretch it until it's big enough. All right, how high, are you doing it at ground level? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, it totally, it totally does that. Okay. For comedy, could you, when you guys go in, um, close the top half and I'll close the bottom half behind me? How's that comedic? Is he so little? I thought he was two foot twelve. Yeah. I open the door. He's two foot ten. All right, it opens. You can see in. It looks like a library. There's stone walls, stone floor, and wooden bookshelves that are covered with a bunch of, like, papers and stuff. You know what? There's probably a bunch of, like, file boxes. I step through, and I look around to see if there's anybody in the room now that we're inside. You don't see anybody or hear anybody in this room. Okay. It's a pretty big room. I step aside so the other people can follow me in. Okay. But you can see, like, there's a wall. Like, uh, Drell could see that, too, when he was looking in the window. So this room isn't the entire base of the tower. It's not the entire first floor. Let's say the whole tower is about 50 feet across, and this room is, like, 20 feet or so. 
into the depth of the thing. So it's a whole chunk out of this first floor. It's not like 120 degrees of the entire like circle. Is this a square tower? It's a circular tower, but this wall acts as a secant through that circle. Oh. Which is weird, right? Yeah. What is a secant? It's a line segment that goes through a circle and touches it in two places. But it doesn't have to be in half? Right. Right, that would be a diameter. But it could be. A secant can be a diameter, but not all secants are the diameter. But not a radius. I think a secant that goes through the center is a diameter. I feel like a diameter is the distance of that secant. Mm -hmm. A secant that bisects a circle is the same length as the diameter of the circle. That's how I feel like it is. But maybe I'm wrong about this. A straight line passing from side to side through the center of a body or figure, especially a circle or sphere. Is a diameter. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So it sounds like Ed was right. So are we in a library or like a filing room? It's more like a filing room. Okay. This seems like the ideal location for us to have ended up in. I whisper to my team and I say... Hey, do you think we should leave the door there or should I wrap it up now just in case we go? I don't want to leave it there. Somebody's going to be wandering past. Yeah, can you take it from the inside? Yeah. Yeah, we should take it with yeah, us. Yeah, take it. I close sure. the door. Does it, can you? Does it say you can? Because we might take it out. We might go out a window. That's how we are. It says uttering the command word again while the door is closed will cause it to shrink and then it can be peeled off of the wall. Um, Emily, it's important that a secant. Uh, has to extend out of the circle because if it doesn't, it's just a cord. Mm. Oh, good point. Versus a tangent only touches a circle in one place and is perpendicular to a radius of the circle. Roger that. That touches in the same point, not just any radius. Here's the thing. In my memory of how I designed Grungo's door, I thought you stuck it to the outside wall. And then you have to like, take it from the outside wall. It sounds like, like it's flat it and it's on one side of the wall. That's how I th- Which, imagined it. But that's it. kind of dangerous because then if you close the door from the inside. Then how would you get out? Because you can't see from the inside if it's closed. I'm worried about, I feel like this has far reaching implications. Because I feel like if you can take the door inside with you, then it doesn't serve the purpose of like getting you one layer into a fortress. I mean, you're supposed to say the word again to shrink it. So we could just say it's visible now that it's opened. Because it says it is undetectable from the other side until it is opened. Yeah. So we could say, now that it's been opened, even when you close it, it's still visible until we say the word again. But you can only peel it off the outside? Yeah. But it's definitely visible from the outside. What if you shrink it and then we, like, put a trash can in what front of What if we it? open a window and then go outside and then close the door and climb in through the window? How complicated do you want to make this? I just didn't want anybody to see it, but it doesn't look like there's anybody in here and we didn't see anybody patrolling. I'm just... well, you have two sheeps and one wolf and only one boat that can only hold three people. This is how I feel about it. I think if you want to get the door inside, you have to figure out a, a way to do it. It sticks to the outside. If you close the door, then the inside wall just looks like a wall. But there's like, if you know where it is... You can find it. Yeah, it's like going to like a flat panel wall and you push it in like a like you like grab a doorknob that is undetectable like beetlejuice yeah okay i'm fine with that so but from the outside there's a door stuck to the outside of this building now are y'all good with that yeah yeah all right i I close the door you guys are in this filing room there's a bunch of shelves with a bunch of filing boxes on them and there's a wall what do they what do they say on the boxes uh, you look at the first box, and it has, like, a six-digit alphanumeric code on it. In a circle? In a circle. All right. I want to investigate to try to find the file of the zookeeper with this code that I wrote down. Did you write his name down? Yeah. half a, Well, you didn't say the whole thing because you're a dick, but the first three letters were half a pine tree, like a plus from the ground, and then, like, a sideways equal sign from the ground to have different heights. I did. That's that's what I said. I took exact an exact drawing of what he drew. Here's the thing: if you can't read the language, sometimes you think things look the same when they're different. Yeah. So we need to figure out a way to roll. Well, I'm going to use my investigation check. Yeah, roll an investigation check. Can I also investigate? Sure. With Me my too. note that I took. Yeah, you can all three investigate. I got a thirteen. Twelve. Six. None of you find. That exact symbol. Wrong tower, guys. Let's burn it down. Yeah, we'll just burn the whole thing. Well, if we do that, then we're fine. As long as it's the right tower, what if it's on the next floor? 
Still the same tower. Burn the whole tower down. Is the ceiling made of wood or of stone? Stone. Dang. Damn. All right. Does it look like there's stairs in here? No. But there's a door through that wall, which is a cord of the cross section of the tower. Are there any windows in the interior wall? No, there are none. It's very plain in the wall. It's almost like people don't spend a lot of time hanging out in here for fun. I open one of those boxes real quick before we leave. Okay. Uh, I don't care which one, but I want to look at a file. Are there pictures of the people in the file? All right, so you open a box and have to decide what's in it, which is how this game works. Confetti. I think you open the box and there's a bunch of hanging folders inside the box. Or maybe they're not hanging, but they're just like... Manila folders. But in this world, they're called vanilla folders? This isn't, this isn't some sort of fantasy world, Emily. This is the astral plane. The real astral plane. And then you see... And I lick it and it tastes like vanilla. You're licking it? Go ahead. Don't leave DNA, Katika. On the tabs of the folders, there's a bunch of the circle, circular writing. And you can't read any of it. And uh, there's like papers in there. And some of them have pictures stapled to them and some of them there's just like a lot of writing that you can't read all right so most of the words in this language are so they're around a circle and they're like generally six so they always like do they do most of them have six and do they always face like you know like like 360 like 60 120 yeah that's what i think it is but i'm worried someone who has the internet's gonna look at what it is in other This isn't worlds, Greyhawk, okay? And they're going to say they're eight or something. But this but one's got six, yeah. Do you think, some, like, are some of the words only have four, but they still stay on, like, 60, 120, yes. 180? Yeah. That's true. And the offshooting things look, like, various degrees of complicated. Like, the way that when you look at, where, like, Japanese uh, kanji is, like, some characters are really simple and some are yeah. really complicated, but it's, like... When you see it written, a character takes up a similar amount of space on yeah, the page. Yeah. It's like that. Okay. So all the circles are like the same size. Gotcha. That's what's in that box. Do we see a do- one or more doors in this room? Yes. You see the one that goes through the wall that is the cord of the cross section of the base of the tower. That's it. That's the only door. There's only one door. Yeah. Okay. There's that door and Grungo's door. I open the door stealthily. Roll a stealth check. Twelve. You crack the door and peek through. Then you see on the other side of the door, so it's like a hallway, except for the across from the door that you're in is like an archway, not another door. And through the archway, you see there is like a reception desk with a gif Yankee sitting at it. She's just like twirling a pen and like doodling. Past her, there's a gate that goes from floor to ceiling. Mm-hmm. There's a fence that goes from floor to ceiling, like a cage. Then there are two gates in it with a space in the middle, like a, what do you call that? A man cage. Yeah. And then past those bars, you can see the other wall of the tower and then those two metal doors that you saw from the outside. Are there any other doors to other filing rooms? Along the way. In, if you look up the hallway, remember how I said there's like a hallway before that archway? Yeah. There are stairs there that go upward, but not downward. So if you go up them, you can never come back. I don't know. What's this man cage thing about? Like, is it, what does it look like? I don't understand. It's so you can like let a person into your building, but not let them into your building. So if they're a threat, you can decide that they're a threat and keep your building locked down. Okay. I poke my head back in, but I leave the door cracked just a little bit so I don't have to open it again. Okay. And I talk to my teammates and I say, hey, there's a staircase that goes up right outside this door, but there's also a receptionist and maybe we could convince her to help us find what we're looking for because we don't read this, you know, circle script. Yeah, I was paying attention, but is the receptionist also a Githyanki or? Oh, yeah. Do we need to break her neck? Well, I don't think that if we break her neck, she can help us, Drill. Sorry. Well, you have all that death magic. Can you, like, can we kill her and then you can convince her to help us? Uh, I didn't learn that spell, but I could have. I mean, what do the Githyanki respect? 
Seems like military prowess. So you think if we just show her the gun show? Yeah, maybe that's all it would take, you know? Was, could, can either of you disguise yourself to look like a three crane? Or a gift Yankee, I meant? <laughs> <laughs> and then you, like, you know, put the moves on her and see if she wants to, like, help you in that respect. I don't have any transformational powers, my dear. Or offer to be her slave? Isn't that the thing they want? I don't know how this works. It doesn't really make any sense to me. I mean, we can go upstairs and, and take a look-see around ourselves first and see what we can find, but I just, I'm feeling a little iffy about being able to find this one circle in a land of so many circles, you know? Yeah. I could just breathe fire and just light the whole fucker up. Can you do that more than once? You're, I think oh, three. One, one potion of fire breath, Three right? breaths. Per drink. Yeah, but there's two rooms on this floor, and there's five floors. You're telling me fires don't spread? You need ten. Not through the rock ceiling. Okay. Upstairs, you think? While we're still invisible, go see what's up there? Yeah. All right. Let's yep. not run into that commander feller. Yeah, let's be... What floor do we think he was on? I think second. It's or just on the first floor. Is there mezzanine? No. This is just a taller floor than um, a normal story. All right. Yeah, that would put third way out of reach, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's on the second floor, but it's just like two feet taller How? than normal. What do you think is the diameter of this building? 50. 50 feet. Okay. Internally. Did I say internally before? No, but... How thick are those walls? You know, like a foot? I hope they're less than a foot or else we couldn't use a door. A foot of stone's a lot of stone. Yeah. I mean, what's a cinder block? Like eight inches? Yeah. And they ain't even solid most of the time, all the way through. Right? But cinder blocks are, like, engineered. They're not just like, I don't know, put rocks in a pile and hope that they don't fall down. Uh, yeah, these are, like, hewn stones. They're kind of uniform in shape. I think that we're going to go through the door that I left open and go up the stairs. And then just keep an eye out for the commander. So we still, we're still going to be real stealthy. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, you guys want to roll a stealth check? Yes. I think somebody else, somebody else should roll it. Okay. I rolled bad last time. What am I adding? Plus five. 23. See, Emily does a good stealth roll. Yep. Okay. You go outside the door. Silent as a whisper. Can we be more silent than a whisper though? You know, like. Well, the 23? Yeah. You're as silent as a stinky fart. Deadly. Yeah. Silent as a deadly fart. Um, and you start creeping up the stairs to the next floor. It goes swimmingly. You get up to the top. Who's in the front? Hap. I'll be in the front. I'm in the back. I've got the little legs. As you get to the top I'm of fast, the- and don't you question that. As you get to the top of the stairs, you see that there are, like, railings beside the stairs, but not walls. And this whole second floor is all one big room. The stairs continuing up are, like, above it, going the same way. Like how stairs work usually. Yeah, yeah. And so um, the stairs are like in the middle of the tower, right? That makes sense compared to the yes. way I described it before. Yeah, yeah, But this is all one room? Yes. Are there any records on this room? Oh, yeah. And there's shelves filling half of the room. Let's say it's the half that's towards the back where above the, the room you came in through. And the front half of this room, which has that door out to the balcony. Mm-hmm. Also has a huge desk, and sitting at the desk is a mechanical beast. Does he look like a gnome? No. Is it a mechanical minotaur? So imagine, if you will, if you will, a world. A world? Without? Without an astral plane. (laughs) All right, so this this is like a clockwork automation. An automaton, you say? It's a basic automation. I mean, I, you don't know what it is. Is it autonomous? Seems to be. So imagine that its lower body is like six kind of insectoid legs, but it's all made out of metal. It's all clockwork, right? So they go like radially around like a central spine. Like those creepy things out of Breath of the Wild. Guardians. Yeah. No. They're not like uh, tubes that move. They're like... But they're that amount of space. Like they like have like a... Yeah, yeah. Like the bad guy in Wild Wild West. Like the bad guy in Wild Wild West. Yeah. Okay. But it's spaced like the Guardian Stalker, that they're like on the bottom, six points all the way around, evenly spaced. Yeah. Imagine like there's a bottom half and a top half and they're just connected by a bearing. Okay. 
and the whole thing can't be that big because it's a regular size floor. So let's say the whole thing is like seven feet tall. That's huge. And then the top half is like a big bulbous mechanical head. And then it has two, what would be little arms, but they're human sized arms coming off of like where the neck would be if the neck is attached straight to the legs. Does the head look like the head of like a planetarium projector? Like a sphere with poles? It's not too terribly different from that, but it has the distinct face plate on it that has two holes that are designed to look like eyes, and they have moving lenses inside them, like how eyes focus on things. And then it has some decorative other kind of metal that looks like a tiara kind of thing, but it's all just like riveted together or bolted together or whatever. It's all brass, and then that tiara thing is like silver or more like nickel plated or whatever. And then the arms have, you know, like little mechanical pinchy kinds of fingers on the ends. And it's just uh, kind of over in its space, like clicking away, looking at some paperwork on its desk and stuff. Does it look dangerous? Oh, yeah. Like it could mess us up? It looks like it could mess up a lot of people. Hmm. People who are susceptible to being cut with bladed fingers. Okay. Not me. Oh, wait. No, that is. Yeah, I'm in that category. Well, that's what I was curious about. Is it the, the two arms attached to the neck or is it the like the feet that are the deadly parts or all, all of the above? All of the above. How much space is between the floor and the bottom of this thing? Like how high are its hips lifted off the ground? Yeah. Let's say three feet. Three feet. And that's part two, of the seven maybe feet? Two feet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that means this whole like upper half of its body is four feet or whatever. More head than bottom. So you notice that right away, right? And it has a big desk that's like an L-shaped desk <laughs> because it has a lot of work to do. It works hard. Do have two monitors? No, no monitors, but it's got a lot of tomes Wow. open, like ledgers. Can we tell what it's working on? No. It's writing in something, and it's looking through one of those file boxes. Okay. But there's also some other moving things on this floor. You see another one of those brass gnomes, and it's carrying a box around. And putting it back on the shelf. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So we don't want to make any noise. So I'm going to grab Jaxo's sleeve and then hold on to his hand and put just his index finger up and point it upward and then do like a double shove toward the sky, like an up, up with just his index finger. And then open his palm up and then use two of my fingers to pat back and forth on it. And then I'm going to do the same thing to Hap. Okay. And then I'm going to walk toward the upstairs stairs as stealthily as possible. I will follow. I'm not entirely sure what that meant. Okay. So are you staying still or what? Um, I'm going to stay still for a minute. Okay. Drell did say that he grabbed Jax's sleeve. I don't know if he kept grabbing yeah, it or not. I feel like he let go of it. Yeah, that was like when I was done with that. I just was like, up, up, calculator. All right, so Hap and Drell, roll a stealth check to go up to the next floor. All right, well, Emily was the one that was rolling the good ones, so now who's it? Do you want me to roll it? So I've also been rolling poorly. 22. All right, you go up the stairs. To the next floor. And as you pass, it's once again railings instead of walls as you go up the stairs. And this floor looks the same as the last one, except for the entire floor. Both halves are just have those same bookshelves. And no mechanical things. You don't see any mechanical things on this floor. I say as quietly as I can, but so that Hap can still hear me. What the fuck was that? I don't know. I've never seen anything like that. Did Jaxo make it up with us? Jaxo, what the fuck was that? You hear no response. Oh my god, oh he my. stayed downstairs. I really had no idea what he was doing with my hand until he's like, now I go up the stairs. I was like, oh, that's what he meant. <laughs> I uh, asked Drell, should we just clear off the, like, see if we can find the file on these three floors up here and then go back and get him? Yeah, if we find it on this floor, it's not on... That floor, so right, we don't have to worry right. about it. Yeah, there's stairs going up again, the same way. Yes, yeah. Yeah, let's um, stealthily investigate. All right. You can probably also, now that I'm thinking about it, you can probably look up the stairs since there aren't walls 
and it looks like it's the same going up, the way you can tell. I guess you can't see, I don't know how much you can, the next floor looks like it's probably that way too. Have we seen any signs along the way that would be like, this section is for A to Z, but you know, like A to F. So there are signs on the bookshelf ends that are like clearly labels, but you can't like read yeah, them. Do any of them look like half of a pine tree? You see that symbol all over the place. Do I see one that says like half a pine tree to half a pine tree and something else? I'm going to use my investigation to see if I can decipher them. Okay. I'm going to come up with what I think is a system, and I'm going to use my investigation check to see how close that is to the real system. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Eight. Yeah, I uh, I feel like you see a half a pine tree. It's just too much for me and to, then, to parse. Like, you look at the next one, and you see some other completely different thing, and then the next one you see a half a pine tree, and you're like, what? I don't... God damn it. I don't get it. Like, I don't... All right, well, let's investigate and look for the symbol. Yeah. Go for it. 14. 21. I feel like like it's basically impossible for you to find <laughs> okay. this thing. Like you can't read the language. God right? damn. So what, can we go up to the fourth and fifth floor just to see if there's any more of these bronze things? Yeah, yeah. if we find a gnome and not a nasher, we can always... Sure. So if you go up another floor, what floor is that? On? Fourth. Fourth floor. Fourth floor? Yeah. yeah, on the fourth floor, there's a. you can hear some whirring clockwork steps around. That sound like a gnome or that sound like a gnasher? A gnome. And when you look, you can see the gnome is walking around All right. on that floor. Got to convince him that we're a flying spirit. Jackson kept that little bunny rabbit puppet. All right. I'm going to... I love how all the characters that aren't the charming one are the ones that are trying to do convincing work. Do you have charm or something? No, I'm just, that's like the entire point of my character. Is your charisma modifier more than five? Yes. Okay, you do it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's four. Are you I proficient thought, I thought it in was deception? Higher than yours. I am proficient in deception. Is your deception modifier more than nine? Yes. All right, do it. You do it. All right. Uh, Hap goes up to the little whirring thing and tries to deceive it into thinking that I am a ethereal spirit. Looking for answers. How do you do that? I go up to him. I go, ooh. He looks around real quickly. Uh, His head, like, swivels. He's carrying a box around, right? And he stops moving, and he's like, he looks around, and he doesn't see anything, and he starts moving again. I say, do not ignore me. I am a spirit. Come to visit you. He stops suddenly and he turns back around and he says, I guess in common, you're speaking in common, yeah. you're speaking in mm-hmm. Lupetian. Yeah. He says, what? I am an ethereal spirit and I've come to visit you on this plane with a very important question. He bends at the hips and puts his box down on the ground and he grabs his little tin hat and he lifts it up and he says, salutations. I pull out the piece of paper that I wrote the name on, and I drop it so it becomes visible. All right, he, like, steps back quickly when you, when that appears. I say, this symbol, I seek for it. Uh, he shrugs, and he looks around, and he gestures, like, with a sweeping arm motion. And he's like, all the shelves are labeled. I cannot read this language. I need your help. Oh, and he looks at it, and he says, that says Remaath. And then he bends down and picks up the box and starts moving away. Oh, no, no, no. I need you to point me towards where I can find it. Uh, He stops again and turns back around and he goes, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk to you. This is your spirit quest. My spirit quest? Yeah, didn't they tell you you'd have one? Make a persuasion roll. I I can't do deception? Well... It seems like you're trying to convince him to do this, not believe a lie. Is right? my deception? What was it? Thirteen. Um, he puts the box back down and he's he walks around to the front of it and he sits on it. He's just kind of like looking up ish, right? And he's like, "What's the point of a gnome like me doing a spirit quest?" Well, everyone gets one. I don't feel like you've addressed the question I asked. Aren't you a person? 
And you just hear, like, whirring in his head. All people get spirit quests. Maybe I can do it later when I'm done with this. Oh, no. You, I need your help now. It's very important. Wait. You need my help or I need your help? I need your help. But I thought you said that I, it was for me. It is. This is how your spirit grows. Are you sent by the auditor? No. All right, what is it? Let me see that. Then he picks up the paper off the ground, and he starts walking after he shrugs, because it was like he was going to say, come this way, but he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> so he just so he starts walking around on that floor, and he walks to the other half of the floor, into the second aisle, and then he is like, oh, okay. And then he holds the paper out at arm's length and then lets it go suddenly. The, the file? Or the paper I gave him. The paper you gave him. He says, there it is. Can you pull out the folder that goes with this name? He looks at a shelf, at a specific box on the shelf. I pull the box out. And then he shrugs. And then he says, back to work. And he starts walking back around to get his other box. I open the box. What's in the box? There's in the- files in it. Do I see one that matches the name that I wrote down? Yeah, I feel like you have to start. I think it's going to take you a long time to compare them all, right? Let's do this. You have to do an investigation check. But really, it's just to find out if you get noticed by somebody else. How many papers are there? Like folders? There's like, how many fit in like a printer box? 50. Well, I can give half of them to Drell and half of them to me, and I'll just stuff them down my pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're just going to take the whole box. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Sure. I go back to where Drell is and I say, I got the right box. Here, can you take half of these? Yeah. Because I don't have time to find the right one. Um, Let's throw them in the plant. Oh, yeah. I pull out Flo's magical plant pot. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Flower pot fort. Sorry. That really makes it a lot easier to do this ice stuff. <laughs> Yeah, do you want to leave them in the box? It doesn't matter. I mean, it's up to you. It says the owner and any other creatures can step in. So I guess I could give everything to Drell and he could step in. I could go in, throw them on the ground, and then step out. Sure. Why and not? then I don't even know how the spell works. They might be obliterated once I step out. I mean, we just have to destroy them, so. Yeah, whatever. Okay, we do that. All right, sick. Uh, Yeah, okay. That box is no longer on the shelf. It is in a flower pot. That I put back in my pack. All right, what do you do now? And Jack, what did you guys ever meet up with Jaxo? No, uh, um, let's just, we gotta get out of here. As soon as Jaxo turns visible, I'm sure he'll bail on this place. So let's yeah. just get back to the junkyard. How long has it been? Am I like afraid it's gonna happen any second? I told you half an hour before we even walked from the junkyard to here. Yeah, I think like while they were doing all that, I got scared of turning visible and snuck back downstairs and just hung out by the door. The back door, Gunger's yeah, door? All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, roll a stealth check, I guess. At advantage, because you're invisible. 17. You don't think anybody noticed you. Okay. All right, and then I guess you guys should... Um, we hightail it out of there. Yeah, yeah, I said, let's just go back to... We'll meet Jaxo at the junkyard. All right, I think you... Um, Yeah, I, th- I think you just uh, roll a stealth check to get out of there. For the two of you. Do one roll for the two of you. Like, like we've been doing. 12. This is an interesting solution where you put it in an extra dimensional space. <laughs> <laughs> you think there's an alarm for when it leaves a building, but like it didn't leave the building, so. Yeah. Not uh, yet, uh, anyway. Not I also yet. want to make sure I get Grungo's door on the way out, if at all possible. Yeah, we want that. As you're going down the stairs, you make a noise, a creak in the stairs on the second floor, and that automation like twitches. Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. Thanks for following along as I ventured into DMing again. I hope we're having fun with this one. This is the last episode of it. And then after this, back to regular old Bardic Mystery Tour. Don't worry. In the future, we may do another Burglar Mystery Tour between seasons. But no promises. I'm not sure what the future holds. Anyway... I guess we'll see you. Stay subscribed to the RSS feed. And we'll see you next time for Season 7. Have a good one. Where were we? You stepped on a stair and it creaked. And the large 
clerical automaton at the big desk turn to look at you. I believe, in fairness, that in the past I said the system is going to be, then they're alerted, and then we'll do individual stealth checks after that. Um, so it's looking at you in your area towards the stairs, and its eyes are shifting around. What do you want to do? I want to get the fuck out of there. I want to keep going down the stairs. All right, make a stealth check. Making individual ones now? Yeah, both of you make them. I got a 17. I got a 25. You got a 25? I got a 25. All right, so it notices... Yeah, I have a plus five. Yeah, I got a 25. Nice. So I also got a 25. Damn. But I think that that means that the player wins. Isn't that how we usually do? It doesn't matter. It notices... Hap's presence in some way. And it starts to move over towards the stairs. And it says, um, in like a real mechanical voice, it's like, hello, what are you doing? Um, I am going to run. Okay, perfect. Well, there's just a railing, right? Yeah. You just jump over the railing. Okay. And uh, open the door. Um, so you're not being stealthy anymore? That's what you meant when you said just run, right? Yep. Yeah, so it rushes to the top of the stairs and it says, Hello, stop. Who's there? And you guys run, but you guys run to the back room. The door to the library, yeah. And I think, what's the fair way to handle this? So I feel like the guard at the desk downstairs, who was twirling her pencil or pen before, Mm -hmm. is going to jump up to her feet when she hears that thing screaming. And she's going to look around and see nothing, but hear some noise, but like... I feel like there's a perception check to be made if she can hear you running past versus that thing making noise, raising the alarm. Do you want us to make another stealth check? Yeah, I think that's what we want to do. All right, 23. I got an 18. She jumps up and she grabs her staff from against the wall and is looking around and um, like looks back at the gate to make sure it's closed and is like, doesn't see you. And is just like kind of standing there at the ready. And you guys slip into that door and, you, and you're inside that room. Do you want to put a bookshelf against it so that they think we're still inside? So even if they alert all the guards outside, they'll all come inside to try to get in that door. And if they can't get in that door, they'll never know we went out the other door. Mm-hmm. Or we can just slip out the other door and then they can say whatever the fuck they want and we'll be out the other door. I look around for a small enough bookcase that we can shove it against the door. I feel like there's things. So it's like big bookcases and there's boxes and there's probably like other kinds of things. Well, if they don't know, they don't know anyway. So we can just go out the door. Okay, let's go out the door. Is Jaxo here? Jaxo! Yeah, man. What? Oh. We're back. We got the file. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. thought you were going to be in the junkyard. I open the little door on the bottom. Okay, perfect. And I go out. Uh, and you guys are still invisible, right? Yeah. Uh, how long did it take to walk there and go upstairs? Yeah, you're only inside the building for like... 10 minutes? If that. 15 minutes? I think less than that. Smash and grab. Let's go. Get this door. Cool. You guys go through the door. Take the long, go wide of the people. Yeah. As you're going across the road, they're still out there doing their thing. Uh, yeah. What do you got? Yeah. Then, then where do you go? Well, I think that when we get to the trash, we probably need to cast invisibility again. Or no. Yeah, but we saw one thing the entire time, and it's just like to sing, and then we just get back to the portal, and who cares? Okay. I got another spell, so. Okay. All right, so you guys are just kind of like booking it? We're semi-stealthily booking it, but also not potentially as concerned as we were on the way here. Yeah. All right, are you keeping an eye out backwards? Yes. Yeah. I think that maybe make a perception check for whenever you get to the other side of the road. 18. 20. 2. Yeah, I have a positive bonus. Yeah, I rolled a two. I think that half. I think that you, um, if you see the the sergeant, the guy who was on the balcony leading the exercise, you see him like turning around and like going into the building. Yeah, or like talking to somebody and then going into the building as you're getting far enough away that you can't see that part of the building because of the trash pile anymore. Okay. And uh, you guys just book it. Yeah, yeah. And then we use locate object to find the portal. Because we're going to look for that mirror that Drell was using. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here's a real question. Did you pick up that piece of paper that was on the ground that had his name? Because if we went to steal his name so they couldn't have his name anymore and we left his name on the ground, that's bad news. I don't remember. She didn't say it out loud. He didn't say not to leave his name there. He just said to get his file. 
I thought of it when she, but I was like, I'm not there. I can't say anything. All right. Yeah. You guys, you guys are going. You see from that tower area, a couple of those ships take off into the air. You're quite a ways away. Like they're looking for us, basically. Yeah. But you're like pretty far away by that point. Maybe, I don't know, you're probably like a half a mile away by the time you see those ships going up. Do you, what do you just keep going? Just booking it? I think so. I think we just book it. All right. Okay. They spread out. If they're looking for if one heads like even remotely this way, we could just cast invisibility again. Yeah. We keep an eye on them. But it means we're not going to go talk to your friend anymore. That's okay. Are they looking for us? They're looking for you, but let's see. But, like, are they headed towards us? Let's see. um, None of them come your direction. Sick. So they just, like, kind of fly around, and they're looking, it seems like. And you go past that space where that dude was in the junk. Are you stopping there for any reason? No. All right. You keep going, and you go back to the portal. You're at the portal. Oh, yeah. I think you're visible now, right? Your invisibility is worn off. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I think we all dive through. Yeah. Is the portal still open? Yes, the portal's still open. You're barely there. Like you're only there for like an hour. All right, dive through. You guys dive through the portal real fast as if somebody's coming up behind you. Do you guys want to do acrobatics checks? Yeah. Mm. Yes, I want to do an acrobatics 14. check. 14. Sorry. Eight. 11. Everybody's fine. Nobody does any front flips, but Jaxo looks real sure-footed. It's because he's so little, so he's got that, like, down low gravity center. Yeah, I think Hab does fine, and I think the drill's fine, but there's, like, a little tiny stumble. You know what I mean? But he didn't get hurt or fall on your face or anything. You're just How's like, your makeup? I'm fine. I didn't fall on my face this time. I'm fine. I'm fine. The zookeeper's there with Fisher and Flask, and the power core's still running. And they say, oh, great. You guys are back quick. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, shut the board, shut the board, shut the board. Oh, they're coming. Um, okay. And then, uh, Flask goes like, and then he grabs the two alligator clips and unhooks them from the trash pile. And it just turns back into a regular old trash pile. I'm like, that was close. They were right there. <sighs> yeah. We did it. We did it. We got your stuff. I think. I don't actually know. Did you guys get this stuff? Yeah. I pull out the flower pot. That's. Oh, you brought it back? Oh, yeah. We oh, didn't cool. have time to destroy it there. Yeah, let's see it. And then I have Drell go back inside and get the, all the paperwork Is out. Is it still in the flower pot? Yeah. All right, yeah, I can bring it out. Okay, you bring out like a filing box, and he's like, wow. <laughs> we just got the whole box. You guys brought a lot of stuff back. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think it mattered. Hey, good job, guys. He takes the lid off, and he starts fingering through the tabs, and he's like, Oh, here it is. And he pulls one out and he opens the thing and it's got like a lock of his hair in it. And it's got like a bunch of papers you can't read. And he's like, oh, man, this is perfect. This is what I need for retirement. Some peace and quiet. You guys are the best heist master trio I've ever seen. Yeah, we know. That's why we want to nominate you, Zookeeper, to be the heist master. What? Yeah, we just want to be the soggy boys. We like doing, not sitting back and giving orders. So you guys are saying you're turning down the job. Yeah. Yeah, we just, we gotta work some stuff out, but not with you. It's not you. With us. It's us. He looks a little deflated, and then he's like, well, let's, uh, I guess we should celebrate with the champagne. Break it open. Do you want a hug? I'm not scared of hugs. He doesn't respond. He pretends he doesn't hear that. I shrug. I just wanted to ask a hypothetical question, completely hypothetical. Say somebody wrote your name on a piece of paper and left it in that tower. Is that a problem? Or do they need your hair to find you? They need something of mine to scry. Like a piece of your paper? So it seems like it could be a problem. Well, it's from my notebook and in my handwriting, in theory... So, so I think it's all right. App, really. Yeah. Uh, um, are there any other loose ends we need to tie up? Yeah, there's a loose end we need to tie up. We need to go get drunk. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. He busts out those champagne flutes and he takes his great sword and he does that saber trick where he shoots the end off wow. the thing, but it's hard because it's a big sword. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Way to go. And then you guys drink that. And then 
He says, I guess that's all the partying we're doing today is drinking this one bottle of champagne. I say we go down to that gallows basket. It's got to be open again now, right? It's only close for half an hour a day. He uh, makes a fake grimace. He says, uh, twist my arm. Let's go. All right. And you guys go down to the gallows basket and you walk in and who do you see? Wait, on the way to the gallows basket, I'm like, you guys want to have a breath holding competition? Sure. No. That's what Javier says. Okay. All right. Then I go like this. <gasps> uh, yeah, you guys should roll, uh, what, constitution checks? Oh, shit. Nine. Six. Wow, you guys are bad. I did roll a 22, but... I got little lungs. But also, Gerald can just, like, he just doesn't breathe the whole way down to the uh, gallows basket. And then when you get to the gallows basket, after you guys have been talking for a while, he's like, ah, that was a tough one, guys. That's weird. You're a weird guy, Drell. Do you know that? Yeah, well, it's part of this not dying thing. Have you ever fallen in love, Drell? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm. I have an, a friend I think that you'd like to meet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Her name's Nancy. All right. What's she into? Well, she really likes black. All right. Starting to sound good. How does she feel about black metal? It's not her favorite. She's more emo. Mm. I can get behind that. What's she think about miniature wargaming? Well, I don't think she's into her, it herself, but I think she's watched it a time or two. She spectates a lot? Yeah. You're really into it, the spectating. Yeah, yeah, spectating miniature wargaming is rough. What's she think about being awake at 6 a.m.? I don't know. I haven't asked her that one myself. I rank it like pretty high on the cool things you can do. But me and Nancy, what we do together is we go drinking. Oh, I'd like to drink. I don't need to drink for sustenance anymore. I don't understand. I don't need to sleep or drink or breathe anymore or eat. Why? Because I decided not to. Because the darkness within. Yeah. Because the darkness within feeds him. Yeah, yeah. I am sustained by the darkness. Is that real? Yeah, that's real. <laughs> also, I age slower. So when you see me in 10 years and I look one year older than now... Still good old drill. It's just hard for that to have come up in the in the story. <laughs> yeah, if we don't do 10 years more campaign, you're not going to know. All right. You guys open the door to the gallows basket, and who do you see? Your Gordon best friend, Thumbneck. Gordon Thumbneck. Hey, Gordon. Hey, Gordon. Hey, buddy. Well, well, well. If it ain't 5108-3605. Oh, yeah, Gordon. We put in a good word for the, with the zookeeper about you getting that job as a heist master. Uh, he puffs up his chest a little bit and stands taller. He says, well, you know, I'm not saying I'd be the best, but I ain't saying I'd be the worst. Well, to be the best right now, I think all you have to do is, like, not turn against the guild and try to sell them out to a devil. <laughs> You're telling me, bud. Oh, wait, do we sweep that under the rug? Let's do some shots. And then you turn around and the Night Nashers are playing their favorite song. And everything's fine in the city of Monzamalu. Hell yeah. Whoop whoop.
sun rises on the busy city of Manzamalut, the populace begins their ordinary day doing ordinary things. They attend their market stands and trading houses, their schools and offices. They are totally unaware of the operation of the menagerie under the streets of this ancient city. But somewhere across a dimensional rift, a small brass gnome is handing a powerful general a single slip of paper with a single word scrawled on it. The general hisses under his breath. Remarf. show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com.